introduce yourself first, and then I'll go, and then Jeff can go, and then throw pain to you. Uh, I, I just put a freaking caramel in my mouth because I thought you were going first. <laughs> All right, so hello, everyone. This is the first A Match Made in Halo podcast. Um, we have a couple of people in here, and it may not always be the same people, but hopefully we'll try to keep it as consistent as possible. Um, my name is Desiree Labrada. Um, my gamer tag is sick in the head, and for the most part, I like playing music games, and I definitely like survival horror, although I can't really play it by myself. And, of course, I love Halo. Unfortunately, I suffer from simulation sickness, so the amount of games that I can play is actually kind of limited, but uh, I am a graphic designer and also a web designer. And we kind of had our own company going called Lucid Dream Designs. So I'm the creative director and John is the junior web developer and Jeff is the front end web developer. So Got if it. you ever want to check that out, it's luciddreamdesigns.com. One dream, many designs. <laughs> Anyway, that's my introduction, so go ahead, John. All right, my name is John Henry. My gamer tag is Psycho Vandal. The types of games that I enjoy are first-person shooters, action-adventure, and a good RPG every once in a while. Uh, kind of forced to play the uh, survival horror games because sick in the head can't. Uh, my hobbies outside of gaming are... Actually, is there that. any? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm a current student at Full Sail University, trying to learn web design, so that's going to be a hobby of mine. Alright, uh, I'm Jeff. Uh, my gamer tag is XXInStyle76, XX, and um, the types of games I like to play, I'm all about the RPGs, so some of, my, some of my favorite games include like Dragon Age, Oblivion, Fable, anything medieval, you know, swords and sorcerers types of thing, that's, that's what I'm all about. And um, in real life, I am, like Desiree said, a front-end web developer for Lucid Dream Designs. All right, uh, my name is Shane Sutherland, uh, current student at Full Sail University also. And my gamer tag is Zero Pain with an X and two O's on either side with a space in between. So O space, Zero Pain space O. Uh, do graphic design, compositing, visual effects. Uh, the kind of games I like to play, uh, shooters like Halo, uh, Mass Effect, uh, Gears of War, those kind of games, Modern Warfare. Um, also big into the... Uh, Medieval RPGs also, like Fable, and uh, looking forward to the next one. Awesome. Cool. So, like, really quick, I just kind of want to go over what um, John and I have been up to in our real lives. Um, I actually work at Full Sail University as a studio artist in the digital art and design program, so if you are in that program, I'm sure we'll cross paths at some point. Um, as of late, John and I have been trying to buy a house, which is a completely new experience for us. Um, I'm not entirely sure what happened, but one morning I woke up and was kind of like, let's go house shopping. So we started, you know, looking at houses, and so we're hoping to close on this house that we completely fell in love with. We're hoping to be able to move into it sometime at the end of the month. Um, John, anything you want to say about our, our, our new house, hopefully? Got nothing but good things to say. I can't wait to get into it. It's huge. So it's got a nice yard for the doggies. Yeah. It's like contentment happening. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. Um, yeah, our dogs, we have two Siberian Huskies, and our dogs have never experienced a backyard, so I'm sure they will absolutely love that. I think one of the biggest things that kind of sold the house for us was the fact that the family turned their garage into a family room. So for us, 
it was just like, holy crap, that would be like an awesome game room. So we're like totally looking forward to sticking a big screen TV and, you know, our couch and all our rock band stuff and everything into the garage to become our, our game slash family room. Pool table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a room with, what, one window? So there's like virtually no glare. No matter oh my where God, the TV. I can't oh my stand God. glare. <laughs> That's a, that's a gamer's freaking dream. I know. For how long has it been that I haven't been able to play video games, like, in the afternoon because of glare? It's just so annoying. All right. So, Jeff, I heard you played Limbo recently. Yeah. So this game, um, it's an arcade game for our for the Xbox. And uh, it's, it's a very unique game. I mean, it's very simple. It's only two things that you can really do. I mean, it's a side-scroller, so you can move left, right, up, and down. And the only two things that you can actually do are jump and grab onto something to either push it or pull it. So it's like a puzzle game. Uh, it's kind of like Braid. If you guys have ever played Braid, um, you have to do things in a certain order and sometimes within a certain time limit in order to make your way through the puzzle. Um, I made it about halfway through, but it's, it's got like a really creepy element to it. So you're, you're like this shadow of a boy who wakes up in a really dark forest and you really can't see much other than, other than your glowing white eyes. And um, as you're moving through the forest, you see all these shadows moving all around you. And sometimes they'll, they're just there for background effects. Sometimes they're actually out there to try to attack you. And you don't kind of know exactly what's going on. You're just making your way through the puzzle trying to figure out uh, really what to do. And um, I made it about halfway through the game so far. And it's pretty, pretty cool stuff. I mean, it's, it's a lot of um, logic puzzles. There's nothing that you need to be uh, a super hand-eye coordinated type type of person to make it through you just have to figure out exactly what you need to do and you'll be able to make it through no problem now how much do you know about the storyline like the name is limbo is it supposed to be like kind of you know the middle point between heaven and hell or whatever limbo is like is it supposed to be that scary you don't know where your soul is going place it's definitely got that kind of atmosphere but as far as like knowing actually knowing what the storyline is i have no clue I mean, again, all, all it is is you wake up in a, in a dark forest and you make your way through it and some people are trying to attack you, some, there's a big giant spider that you have to dodge, and that's pretty much it. You don't know exactly why you're there or uh, where you're going, what you need to do to get out. All you know is that you can only go in one, one of two directions, so just keep on going. So you think the drive for that game was to actually to find out what the storyline is? I would hope so. I would hope at the end they gave some kind of resolution as to why I was there. Otherwise, that'd be really unsatisfying by the time I get to the end of it. Well, I can't imagine that it got five out of five or nine out of ten for most of the uh, the game yeah. views. I mean, yeah, everybody that I talked to loved it. Wouldn't it be funny if the end of the game it turns out you weren't baptized, so that's why you were stuck in purgatory? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> um, are there any other games you can compare it to? Because I haven't played Braid, but the way you describe it, it reminds me a little bit of Lucidity. Was that the name of that game? Yeah. John, yeah. Hmm. Have you played Lucidity? I, I have not played Lucidity, but um, it's a side scroller that kind of reminds me of a slow down, slowed down version of something like Mario Brothers. I mean, you, you're dodging things, you're trying to make your way through um, a platform type of map, but it's again, it's got that creepy element to it. You know what game I played recently that I wasn't really expecting to like at all? Um, Saw. And I know, John, you've been totally bothering me about, like, playing that with you so we can kind of pack it up and ship it back out to get our next game on Gamefly. But, um, it's actually kind of scary. Like, that's why I stopped playing with you. It kind of creeped me out a little bit. It, it was a pretty creepy game. 
like I think for um, a game that's based on a movie, uh, it's it's a lot better than I was expecting it to be. That was more about the puzzle aspect too, right? I mean, it wasn't so much like a first-person shooter type thing, like Condemned or one of those other types of games, right? No, it was more puzzle-based, right? Yeah. I mean, we didn't get too yeah. far into it before. I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to go to sleep now. Well, I mean, there is, uh, every once in a while, they'll throw a, a, a guy at you that you got to find a, a weapon nearby and, and put him out. But other than that, it's mostly figure out, well, you know, find this key, open up this door, uh, pick this lock, uh, and do it fast before this person gets killed. Right, don't they make you do some kind of action button combinations? Yeah. Those uh, real-time events. Oh, it's when you open the door and there's a shotgun pulley to it, and you have to hit the button fast before you get your brains blown out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I don't know why you couldn't just step to the side. <laughs> Because that would be too easy. A little bit. <laughs> um, has anybody been playing any good mobile games lately? I mean, after Angry Birds kind of made me angry. What about <laughs> Angry Birds made you angry? Uh, <laughs> the fact that you can only go so far. I mean, there's, what, 160 plus levels. And yet, in order to um, unlock certain things, you have to get like three stars. Some of those levels, it's just almost impossible to get three stars unless you hit the, the perfect angle, the perfect shot. But, you know, you got to play it over and over and over and over again. <laughs> I mean, to, admittedly, to, to practice it. I've been stuck on 312. So, like, after playing it 50 times, I kind of gave up and put it down. I kept trying to get three stars in that one. Uh, I think it was 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. The ice pit one. It's impossible yeah. to get three stars in that. I've got three stars on every level for the first section, every level for the second section, except that one. Yeah, same here. I beat I beat section three, but I haven't moved on to three-starring all of them until I get that one stupid, stupid level. <laughs> but I have given up. I actually haven't even touched the game in probably a couple weeks. Wow, you guys are like on world two and world three. I'm still on world one. <laughs> I well, we go. also had a nice head start on you. I think I'm on like one five. There's a lot of worlds in here. Yeah, there is. Well, 160 plus levels. Well, AJ absolutely loved that game. I mean, like oh. he wouldn't stop. Who do you think got most of our three stars? <laughs> <laughs> the three star getting machine. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so besides the fact that you know you feel a little stuck, what would you say leading up to that point? Because I mean, for me, it was absolutely addicting. And until I got to three twelve, and I just couldn't pass it. I mean. It was like, anytime I had a free minute, I was trying to play Angry Birds. You know, honestly, if you haven't, like, downloaded any other games, I'd probably still be playing it. But up until that point, I mean, I've had nothing but fun. It's, it, that game's a blast. And for anybody who hasn't actually played it, John, how would you describe Angry Birds? Uh, that's a good question. Um, there have been other games of that type in the past. Uh, I know there's a... Um, Isn't it kind of like a tower defense game? No, no. Tower defense would be like tweet defense. Plants versus zombies. Exactly. Okay. Angry Birds is like a, a tower breaker. I don't know, you got to actually, you, you're the attacker. So you got to, you, you shoot birds out of a catapult to try and take out pigs that have stolen your eggs. That are, what are they, I guess, garrisoned in different types of buildings. Stone, ice, and wood. Um, 
I there have been an, there has been another game that was I guess aptly named Catapult, and that's uh, relatively similar to Angry Birds, or vice versa. Angry Birds is similar to that one. Sheesh. But at least Angry Birds, you got different types of uh, birds to fling at everything, and they do uh, they have each have their own little ability. So, are there specialties like you know for the different types of like material? Like, would you say that the bluebirds break through ice better than? Oh, definitely. Every bird has their strengths and weaknesses. Shane, what are your thoughts on it? Well, after you guys kind of introduced me to it and I started playing it, I found out my uh, my friend Jerry had it on his iPhone, and uh, he was further than I was, so he started telling me about the different types of birds. could have sworn at one point he told me that towards the end, like on level four, you unlock a Chinese chicken that has bird flu and you can kill all the pigs with it. Right. <laughs> I kind of don't believe him now. That <laughs> <laughs> kind of sounds like one, <laughs> a, a, a tale to try and get you to get through it. <laughs> He's pulling your leg. Uh, how about Fruit Ninja? Has everybody played Fruit Ninja? I've played it, and it seemed, I don't know, a lot of people say it's really addicting, but I don't know, it got kind of boring after a little while. Um, there isn't enough to it to give it replay value. Yeah, exactly. I definitely enjoyed it up, up until I unlocked everything, and now I, don't, I haven't touched it. Oh, you actually unlocked everything already? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to so, me, Fruit Ninja sounds like the equivalent to Ash Pirate. What? Is that an actual game? No, I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> <that's it. laughs> pirate. How did that get through Apple's iStore policy? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Are we going to have to censor these things? No. <laughs> no, no that's what makes them good. Yeah, I didn't plan on censoring. <laughs> um, Good. <laughs> but no, I really liked Fruit Ninja. I mean, I still play it every once in a while. I think, like, after unlocking a lot of the swords, and, you know, there's, like, the glittery butterfly sword and the multicolor sword, and um, I still have fun when I have a couple of minutes of time, you know? I, I Although I don't think I can play it without the sound, because for me the sound is the big part, that, that sword swishing, kind of slicing the fruit. When you start hearing that report, Repetitively, I mean, at first, at, when you first hear it, it kind of has like a, a disturbing sound to it, honestly. <laughs> what, the way so it's somebody, like sliced? Can somebody describe the game for those folks out there that don't know what this is? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Daz, I think you can handle that better. Um, Basically, you're a ninja, and they give you a sword, and they kind of start throwing fruit at you, and you have to slice them. And for each fruit you slice, you get you get points. Who throws um, fruit at you? Uh, the really <laughs> it's kind of you've kind of given like the t-ball type toss it's popped up into the air and you got to cut it before it passes the screen and then you get like extra points for you know cutting like three fruits at once or four fruits five fruits six fruits what happens to all the chopped up fruit it just, it just falls that's a waste <laughs> of food fruit smoothies <laughs> After it gets sliced all up on the wall yeah, so there's like fruit okay, juice that gets squirted onto the wall. John, I know you've been playing a couple of other things. Um, I don't know. I downloaded a free uh, game called Super Sevens. It's basically just throw discs at you, two, four, six, eight at a time. They all have different numbers on it, and you got to add it up to seven. I don't know. It's, it sounds kind of lame, but I, it got addicting for me quickly. I guess it keeps your mind moving, keeps you thinking, keeps you adding. Wait, you gotta add two, four, six, and eight together to get no, seven. Not, not though. No, <laughs> it's that, that number of discs at you, and every one of them has like different numbers on them. One, 
through six, after a certain amount of time, they start throwing negative numbers at you. No, see, that's already a bad game. <laughs> you can't have fun and math combined together. Speak <laughs> for yourself. I love math. <laughs> yeah, we got uh, we got two coders and two creatives in here. We could debate it for days. Games like Brain Age, I love Brain Age. Um, DS. That's yeah. I can't do math on the fly. You you can't do math if you have time to think about it. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? oh, real what? Right. <laughs> That was awesome. Where the hell did that come from? That was Shane. Did he do that with his mouth? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I did it with That's my mouth right there. Oh yeah, sound effects. Oh my goodness. I'm yeah. using this thing called a computer. <laughs> Nice, nice. Good to see you're prepared. Well, um, my, my point is, is you don't even take the time to, to think about it. You just ask us. Well, no, I really can't do math anymore at this point. It's just like numbers. I don't even know what they mean. It's just like, here, somebody else do this math. <laughs> I just can't. But give me colors. Oh, that's a different story. Yeah, but it's impossible to add colors. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's not. Not when oh. you put it in RB, R, RGB format. Or hex codes. You definitely do math on what hex codes. Uh, one to two fifty-five. Listen, buddy, red and yellow makes orange. You, you you can't do the square root of red equals two. It doesn't work. <laughs> no, I but... bet I can make it work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John, I know that everybody probably knows about this game at this point, but the fact that you still play it so goddamn much, freaking words with friends. Oh. <laughs> Like, I can't tell you how many times we've been lying in bed and I hear his phone just buzzing and buzzing and he's picking it up and putting it back down and it's buzzing. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, nothing, it's just words. Somebody will wake him up at five o'clock in the morning and he'll be like, oh, it's words. Like, I still don't understand how you, you must be playing with like 20 people. Um, eight. <laughs> but the, I mean, some of them actually have stopped playing. I know Shane. Shane's got a game going still that he hasn't touched. Oh, are, these all, are these all people from your contact list or from just random people that they um, like, like a matchmaking type thing? Some people from Twitter. I, I know I've been playing with a couple of people from 343 Industries. I've been playing with Weasel from EA. Um, Check your words. I just played a word. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess we just need to keep reminding you, right? Yeah, it said it last played was 11 days ago. <laughs> But like, how do, how do you hook up with people to play? Oh, uh, Twitter. Oh, okay. It's a Twitter thing. I thought it was like... You can actually tweet it out and say, hey, my screen name is this. And uh, they can either click it through Twitter. And, um, I mean, you can't really do it through the, the, the computer. You kind of have to go into the app on your phone and hit add contact. And it automatically starts a game with them. Right. And a lot of people just keep rematching. Like, I know House Salon, dude. We've played so many freaking games it's not funny does he always kick your ass uh there's been a couple times he, that i've gotten him pretty good but he's usually uh got the higher score <laughs> um i i've noticed that a lot of my uh games the ones that i win are me coming back at the end with a lot with larger point runs well, but i mean i've always loved scrabble and that's essentially what word with friends is you need to get a, a real game and get chess with friends yeah, I did. I did get try, that. Try to but beat some dude keeps whooping my ass constantly, and I hated it. Oh wait, was it me? Yes, was it Shane? Yes. I'm still undefeated in that game. Yeah, I was about to say I have that game, but I've heard stories about playing with you. So. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll take you on on that one, Shane. 
right. I haven't played in a while, but I, I was all right at it. So. Shoot, didn't you download one for the Xbox? Some chess game for the Xbox? Yeah. Yeah, he's playing on the Xbox all the time. Can't remember the name of it, though. Oh, is it that uh, Spyglass, whatever, like set like Batgammon and chess? And... No, it's uh, not, it wasn't no, it a combination. Was it was the game by itself. I, I think yeah. it was just called Chess or Chess Masters. Yeah, I think it was Chess Master. So does anybody have any Halo Reach news? Really quick before you go into any Halo Reach news. Um, I just wanted to say that John and I are trying to organize like a midnight release thing. Shane, did you order your, yours online? No. Oh, no. I went to GameStop and pre-ordered the Legendary. Which, which location? Yeah, which location? Uh, University. Awesome. Oh, sweet. Okay, so we can all go together. We were trying to like kind of make a little group of people to kind of go and hang out together for the midnight release. Are you are you up for the midnight release? Um, it depends <laughs> on what my schedule is, if I have class that time or not. But the 14th, do you know what day it is? It's a Wednesday. Uh, hopefully I won't have a late class that day. I can, I can get there like at 9 o'clock in the p.m. or something and stay there all night. Yeah, yeah. see, no, we don't normally go that early. <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, there's no point to stand in line if you're going to stand in line for four hours Whoa. at the back of the line. <laughs> well, see, we are, we, uh, uh, in recent events, I mean, we haven't actually planned an event to go hang out there, so this might be different. But normally we get there probably a half hour before they start uh, letting everything go. That way we're only there for like 45 minutes. Uh, I mean, you, normally that line drops really quick. I mean, people usually just run and grab their game and then they're off to get online to go play, so. Yeah. I'm we afraid. got there when they had the um, Halo ODST launch, and I was there probably an hour and a half before the doors opened, and the line was already around the building and down to Starbucks. And mm. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, fuck that. I'm just going to wait in my car until the line gets short enough. Wow, that's crazy. So, I don't know. Uh, I'm I worried about this fun. time around because not only did we pre-order the Legendary Edition, but we pre-ordered a console as well. And if we get them both at the same time, I'm thinking I'm going to have to have Dez carry them and me play freaking Bodyguard with a nail bat or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, you know, I could stay in the store until you can pull the car around and just make a run for it. But, um, okay, so news about Reach. I've been like, I think, I feel like I've been the only one who hasn't been playing anything since the Reach beta came out. Um, I've just been so busy with work and trying to save up money for the house and stuff. And and I know you keep trying to show me Halo Reach stuff, and I'm just so not interested. But not because, you know, I'm not excited about it, because I am excited about it. Like, I can't wait. It's coming out on my 31st birthday. It's going to be freaking awesome. I've actually even gone ahead and requested that day off already. <laughs> what about the day after? Because, oh, okay, no, never mind, never mind. I'm not thinking about it right. Are you considering... The Halo Reach or the console as a gift from John or Jeff, because if you're not, their gift is going to pale in comparison. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Like, what's going to be better than getting Halo Reach and hey, Xbox? At least, at least I can say that I paid for this one this time around. <laughs> what does that mean? You, you get it. all the rest of them. Okay, so does that mean you're giving it to me as a gift? Well, well I mean, I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna have to give you free reign on which uh, of the uh, armor permutations and. And unlockables you get, right? <laughs> <laughs> but more than likely, this will be a gift. I mean, I'm going to have to look at something else. I got dibs on buying you the game guide. <laughs> oh, well, anyway, I just I wasn't sure, sure if you've been, like, upset with me for not being quite as interested and well, excited as I you have I understand. Been. That doesn't mean I'm not excited and wish to share this excitement. 
No, I know, but what is it about, like, because I've noticed that I think when I want to purchase a game, after I figure out, hey, this game looks cool, I want to buy it, I don't really dive too much more into it than that. Like, I'm totally, you know, if I already know I'm going to buy it, then I'd just rather wait till I have the game to experience any more of it. Then there's another side of the spectrum. When you know you're not going to buy it, you don't even want to care to hear about it. Well, but what is it for you, like, with just getting more reach info, like, you know, seeing more reach pictures or... I don't even know what you've been looking at. So why don't you tell us what you've been looking at? Honestly, I've been... Uh, the only thing I really watched are the, the videos that they've been releasing. Like, there's firefight videos. I mean, nothing nothing that contains any storyline whatsoever. It's just multiplayer aspects, game mechanic, new stuff, like new stuff you're going to be able to play with. You know, it gets you pumped, gets you excited and ready, waiting for it, and knowing what you're going to be up against when you start jumping into multiplayer. Um, I heard there was another vehicle that I was completely struck by. I was like, why? You know, a lot of these things that I'm finding now that have been released for months. Um, like, apparently... Are you talking there's... about the forklift? What? Are you talking about the forklift? No, a punk pirate at House Salon don't shut up about the forklift, so I've known about that. Um, no, there's a vehicle called the Revenant. It's a, a two-seated, um, it, it's ghost-like, but it's a two-seater, and it's got like some little turret on the back. So is it so, kind of like a motorcycle with a sidecar? Not really. It's, I don't know, hang on, let me show you a picture. But other than that, I mean, I know a post just went up on uh, a match made in Halo about um, the armor permutations, just the un unlockable voices for Firefight. Oh, wait, no, he didn't put that up. He put up the, the Avatar Award. Give me just a second. You're going to post these links up on the site, on this, uh, pictures that you're showing? Yes, yeah. When this uh, podcast goes up, uh, everything yep. that we're showing should be involved. I don't even know why everybody's so excited about the forklift. You can't even splatter anybody with it. Oh, so you could actually ride it. It's not just chill. Yeah, you, you can drive it, but that's all all you can do with it. All all, the, all you do is drive around like a sitting freaking duck. I'm not a big vehicle person, honestly. I don't even think I know how to get in a vehicle. I was kind of kidding. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'll stop. Oh, so it's kind of like a what a two seater ghost? Yeah. Well, see the I just sent you a second image with it firing its its rear turret. I don't know. It, it, it looks like a, a combination between a ghost and a wraith. It's a ghost with a love seat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a love ghost. And, and you're sure you can't spider people with it? doesn't have like a boost no, no, I'm talking about the forklift with the non -spider. Oh, this is not the forklift. What is this? This is the Revenant. Okay, gotcha. What is it called? The Revenant. Is that another word for some kind of specter? Yeah. Okay, because I'm like, all their vehicles are named after like Go see it and yeah. some shit. You got a screenshot of the forklift? Uh, I'm looking for that right now. I'm going through all the renders right now. I mean, they, they're showing everything from uh, the old forklift, to, uh, I mean, the old uh, Warhog to the new Warhog, old Grunt to the new Grunt, uh, the Evolution. There's a lot of new uh, renders in this game. The different weapon types, the Falcon, which is going to take, is the Hornet took its place. You mean the Falcon took the Hornet's place? No, because this is supposed to be a prequel. Uh, well, I mean, uh -huh. you had the Hornet. Like, chronologically, game-wise, first. We had that in Halo right, 3, right. we got the Falcon, so... I but don't historically, see... Historically, yeah, I know what you're saying. I don't see a render of the forklift, um, but let me see if I can find a uh, screenshot or a wallpaper for it. Whoa, that's a really big freaking link. Yeah. <laughs> Is that it, though? 
Yeah, yeah. There was a, a better shot of it that put as a wallpaper, but it seems like they took that down off the site. All right, well, needless to say, um, we're all pretty excited. Maybe not Jeff, but I think Jeff will become excited. <laughs> I think Jeff will become excited when he sees us playing it. Yeah, I'll play. I know you I want, want them, them gamer points. Now that we've got uh, multiple consoles in the house, and... Yeah, we can all play on big screen. Yeah, oh, well, uh, split screen. Split two screen. And, two we can have three consoles, man. Yeah, but are we going to have three TVs? I'll find another TV somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I got a tiny little 7-inch TV. <laughs> if worst comes to worst, we could probably hook it up to a computer monitor, too. Yeah, I would think that my computer monitor could probably handle... I think so. Oh, man. Oh, there you man. go, there you go. Done. That's crazy. That's a big computer monitor, too. I think the... Yeah, it's the 27-inch iMac. Um, I think the real question is, is can our internet handle it? Um, it, as long as we're all playing each other, I mean, I guess it's essentially a LAN. We can even set it up that way if we have to. We can't We can't do more than four people at a time anyway, and I know AJ's going to want to be, oh, but if we got three consoles, only two games, that's not going to work. We'll work it out. We'll work it out. <laughs> something for Christmas, huh? <laughs> yeah. Hey, my birthday's coming up, right? That it is. Looking at that forklift driving around, it almost looks like a mongoose. What? It doesn't look like a mongoose, but it kind of drives like a mongoose. No. How do you know what it drives like? <laughs> it looks like it's it's lighter weight than it should be. Yeah, it's just kind of flying around. And I can see why it wouldn't splatter somebody because it looks so lightweight. But I think if you hit somebody at full speed, maybe you can splatter somebody. No, they've already they've already uh, pretty much said that you you cannot splatter anybody with that. Well, what's the point of it? That's my point. Well, if you're driving it and someone shoots a rocket right behind you, I think you can get enough speed to smash someone. Yeah, but then the, doesn't the person that shot the rocket get the point? I don't think so. Oh, no, you're, no, you're right, because normally if you're in a mongoose and you yeah, roll for somebody... grenade or something, your mongoose will splatter somebody instantly. Yeah, but yeah. For, the, for the most part, what, the mongoose was never made to be able to splatter people. Mm, no, no, it wasn't, but people... I mean, it's, it's it. been done, but... I mean, if you think about it, here's, you know, some kind of super cyborg soldier, you know, costs about half a billion dollars to make, and he gets killed by a four-wheeler. <laughs> it doesn't seem right. <laughs> Did you see this forklift going off the ramp, though? I mean, I think if that landed on somebody, maybe it could do some damage. Oh, you guys are actually watching a video. I didn't see the video. I sent you a link on, the, on Skype. I mean, especially if somebody's already damaged, to some extent, maybe the shield's down and that thing lands on top of you. Right. Well, I mean, I, essentially, I, I would think if your shield is down and you only got, like, a, a fraction of health left, I would hope you'd be able to get hit by it and die. I would think so. If you can get splattered by an elephant, you should be able to get splattered by a forklift. I would think so. I mean, does it give you additional shield or something? Otherwise, I just really don't see the point of it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just, you know, to give people that are bored with the game that, you know, the people that don't want to play on that map. Give them something to do, like they can just walk around with a forklift. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool if you if you couldn't take any damage, but you couldn't kill anybody either, so you're just driving around. Yo, that forklift hauls ass. I, that's what I'm saying. It looks like a mongoose. Dude, the the video they showed on um, I guess on uh, Bnet and on Waypoint about forklift fun. You know, he he didn't go very far at all, and he didn't move it very much. You know, honestly. I, I would think if they're going to put a, game, a, a vehicle like that in the game, they should put some mechanics behind it, make it raise and lower its force yeah, and stab people or whatever. Well, I mean, isn't this, video, isn't this video we're watching a mod? Isn't it possible that it was just modded to go fast as fuck? It's Maybe. possible. Because I can't imagine it going that fast in-game. 
I, I agree. Especially, well, let me see if I can find the, the B-Net video from that. Well, I think we're kind of uh, going over on time. I wanted to, to make sure we kind of stayed within the 30-minute mark. I don't know how many people like listening to extremely long podcasts, so. Right. Um, but, but like we mentioned before, we'll be putting, like, links to whatever we were looking at, whatever we were talking about. So I uh, just want to say thank you to everybody for listening. And, you know, this was our first podcast. It was our first attempt. So hopefully they get better as we go. Give us some feedback. Leave some comments. Let us know what you think. Mail me some cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm hungry. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Take it easy. All right, guys. Thanks, guys. See ya. Peace.